Howdy, 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 everybody. Welcome to Beer in the Bathroom. It's Friday, July 3rd. It's the holiday weekend. We're getting ready for July 4th. We're together this weekend in Boston, in Beantown, in Cambridge. And we are back on Beer in the Bathroom. That's the most important thing. It's, it's, been, uh, it's been a long couple weeks. It has. It's been, there's been a lot going on. Our lives have been pretty hectic. And the last time we touched base was about four weeks ago. We were yeah. also together. Yeah. Same yeah. format. I don't know about you, but uh, I've been <clears throat> like missing beer in the bathroom. It's been a it's been a, a void that I haven't filled. And uh, I agree completely. I, you know, th- this is our time. We apologize to all of our listeners. I feel like we're really gaining some momentum there, and we kind of dropped the ball. And that's but, on us. That totally. Yeah, on that's us. on us. But I think that's okay. And it's not like beer in the bathroom. It's going to be like. A 16-week thing, and, and we just let half of it go by. Like I, beer in the bathroom could go on for as long as we want, so there's no rush to like pump out episodes. It was a natural break. Yep. We were able to really think about our recordings and, and the direction of the podcast, and I think yeah. we're really excited. We're ready to move forward. Um, I think we're really going to get some good episodes in. Um, so well, yeah, we're basically letting ourselves off the, you know, off the hook there. We're giving ourselves a pass. Yeah. And we're happy to be back. We're, we're yeah. pumped. We're excited. I mean... We're happy everyone's back listening with us. Um, we are in Cambridge, Massachusetts right now. We are. We're it's festive. Sip- yeah. Fourth of July weekend. Um, sipping on a couple links. Mm-hmm. First time recording in the studio. Uh, Together. What are your thoughts about the studio? Yeah, I'm very comfortable. This yeah. is, um, you know, on the show. I've never done a show outside of New York before. And this is well, besides Rhode Island. Rhode Island, so. yeah. But... I, you know, when we Skype, this I see parts of these, of the background here in the shelves, but it's nice yeah. to be here. It's very nice to be here in your, in your turf. Yeah. On your turf. What do you think of the shower curtain? It's good. I like it. It's colorful. It looks like a road map. It's not like, oh, a bunch of pros live here. It's like, oh, it's, you know. It's a, Besides yeah. the shower curtain, everything in the bathroom <laughs> screams bros. <laughs> Besides the curtain. We have toilet paper though, so that's good. That's all you need. Yeah. So, um. A lot has been going on in four weeks. In the world. Yeah, it's been a crazy. There's been some big things that have happened, and I don't necessarily think we need to touch on all the heavier subjects. Yeah, but it's not been. It's been a difficult summer in a lot of ways, for sure. It doesn't. It still doesn't really feel like summer. I really don't feel like I'm in the middle of summer right now. Maybe because the winter was so long, or we haven't had any like really hot days. I mean, today is pretty hot. Um, but, but it's July Fourth. I mean, this is we're in the we're in the I know. Of summer. We're, I know. It's so strange. He's summer. It's so strange. It's been, it's been the going All-Star by quick. The MLB All-Star. Where is it going to be? It's in Ohio. Chicago? I think, right? I think it's in Cincinnati. It's in the Midwest. Uh, Kansas? No, it's not in Kansas. They had it like four years ago. Shout out to Eric Robinson because <coughs> he's been listening and you had a big weekend with him in Kansas yeah. City. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a natural transition. We can talk about some of our travels. Well, what was Kansas doing. City like? What are the people like out there? It was it was very interesting. Um, it uh, I had never been to the Midwest before. That was my first time in the Midwest, and I, I really enjoyed it. It was it was weird not being around water. Um, not that that's something that you really think about all the time, but you fly in and it's just land, like open land. And the Kansas City Airport is pretty far out from the city. It's just openness, nothingness. The, the airport is so small. Mm. It was ridiculous. But anyway, but it's um, a major city, right? Yeah, I mean it's it has I, I don't know probably like five hundred thousand. I think Wikipedia would know, mm. um, but Cam- uh, Cambridge and Boston together only have like seven hundred thousand people. It's very, it's pretty similar in size, mm-hmm. um, but it was a lot of fun. Went to two Red Sox games, 
and uh, I think this is worth talking about. Um, this was my first time at a Red Sox game, not at Fenway Park. So my first time at an away stadium. But it took you that long. You haven't, you haven't been to a New York game or anything like that? I, I went to playing Mets games, but never when they were playing the Sox, obviously. Interesting, okay. <clears throat> never went to Baltimore. So you are one of those away fans. In the yeah, and I had a bright red, big poppy jersey, and uh, I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, I was I was talking some crap a little bit. The, the first game, not too much. There was this really obnoxious Red Sox fan that it, he was like... Giving us a bad name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then once it got to Friday night, we went out in Kansas City. I still had my big poppy shirt on. And I was talking a lot of smack about Boston sports. And it, Eric would, would appreciate this segment because it was me and like Eric and four or five of his buddies from home from Kansas. And um, well, we, were, we were pretty frosty at that point. We had had a few beers Enjoying and um local I, beverages. I was just wearing my poppy jersey crowd and was willing to talk back if you were going to make comments about what i was wearing yeah so i'd have a couple bros like pass me by at the bar and be like but poppy like why, why are you wearing that here that blows me away when people say things like that it's like <laughs> big poppy how could you not how could you not love big poppy but people don't like the red, the red Sox. people don't like boston sports the, the, the flake gate and all this crap has made it worse. Yes. The fact that we're winning in every sport. Big target. And, and I'm not I'm not talking down to any other city right now, and I'm, I don't want this to be obnoxious, like, all right, get off your Boston high horse. But I understand why people hate us now, because we've won a lot, and some of our franchises, they're not very likable based on their actions. They're villains. Things. Yeah, the Patriots are definitely villains. Yeah. Um, but I had a lot of fun, uh, a lot of fun, I don't know, bragging. There's, there's one kid... He made a comment about my shirt, and uh, then I was just like, oh, I, I don't, I really don't know what I was thinking wearing this, because I forgot to wear my World Series ring, my Patriot Super Bowl ring, and, Burn. <laughs> and I, like, showed my hand, and this kid, he looks at me, shakes his head, and just walks away. Oh, I feel bad for Kansas City. They need a championship. They need something. Yeah. Could you see yourself they got living to the World in Kansas Series. City? In the Midwest, nothing around. No, I, I can't. And I don't mean if, I don't mean to offend anyone who's in the Midwest, but I mean you, I, I feel like when the East Coast or the West Coast folks go to the Midwest, they always think and feel like they're surrounded by nothingness. There's just a, a nothing. And it's not that I I would it's not that I couldn't live there because I didn't like the city. I just like I, I wouldn't know many people. I, I feel like it's just kind of a different mentality. I, I, I don't know. But what I will say is. Um, the apartments and like the value for what you paid was just—it's it, a lot. It, it would make us—it makes us sick. You live like kings. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want even want to think about that. It's, uh, but but that's the that's what we pay to, to live in a city like Boston or New York. Just to be on the East Coast. There's a lot going on. A lot of things happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, it was it was a fun experience. Um, it was cool. I enjoyed it. Good. Shout out to Eric Robinson. Thank you for having me. Thanks for taking care of Tom out there, Eric. Yeah. So uh, today, Cambridge, it's been uh, it's been a pretty cool local local day. Um, Jay Money and I got involved in a pretty uh, intense intense party is the right word, but we got involved in a pickup basketball. Game. It was a physical in game. Neighborhood. It was a physical game. Yeah. There was a couple like I got a couple elbows and a couple like reaching fouls, and. Um, this was just to give you a little back backstory here. This is this is the local court down near Tom's apartment. Uh, we just you know him, myself, and his roommate Dave. We went down and we had a rock and we just decided we we're gonna shoot around a little bit. 
there were already some kids there, and we were like, "Let's should we get a game in?" So all of a sudden, we're engaged in a full court basketball game. Five, five on five. five. Five on five. I mean, this is the real deal, folks. I mean, regulation height, rims, <laughs> and I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I can accurately describe what I was wearing, but Tom gave me an old pair of gym shoes where the soles were falling off. They had no ankle support. Uh, I haven't really been exercising recently, and it was it was it was a, it was a tough. It was a tough game. But we held our own. And Tom we and I, held our own. we were on the same team, and we were playing with these kids who were just... The only way I can really describe them is bizarre. Yeah. Two, one of the kids had flip-flops on. Flip-flops and Bulls uh, socks. And um, he was trying to ball in flip-flops. And he was trying to be a ball hog. He was trying to be a ball hog. He was trying to do trick shots behind the back passes. Yeah. It was, they were difficult to play with. Uh, the, the behind the back passes just didn't make any sense. Stop it. Yeah, just stop it. Pass the ball. And we're then, trying to, we're having a, t- a tough time as it is. Uh, I mean, they, they were throwing up bricks. And when it, they would pass it someone on the three point line, they'd be like, yo, I'm open. And they just throw it up and miss it every time. It's like, you got to drive to the cup. Yeah. If I've learned anything from LeBron James, which we should talk about next, it's you got to drive to the cup of 30 and put it away. You've got to be a bad man in the yeah. paint, and you've got to take care of the rock, and you've got to also be aware of your teammates because a lot of the times, and I'm not, I'm not a Ray Allen shooter. I'm not a sharp shooter. You, you don't look at me and say, wow, we got to get him the ball. Yeah. But I was wide open near the hoop a majority of the time, and yeah. he decided to take um, against all odds shots that continuously failed. They didn't even like like rim out or get close or go backboard they were just like either airballing or like they would hit the rim the front part of the rim and not, like it was just like and they, and they also weren't like these these three guys we were playing with they weren't they weren't into like like team bonding like you know after after a nice paint play i want to go up to him you know yeah pat him on the back or something or say something encouraging or like, but like yeah, yeah it's like, more of that but like like look for me on those situations Low communication. We we yeah. didn't talk to them at all. They, they no. weren't interested in communicating. Yeah. I think that's where our team fell apart. Yeah. We could have done. We had them. We had about nine points to gain on them. We yeah. could have taken them. But. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, we've been balling a lot like that um, since the weather's gotten nice, but also like the NBA playoffs were, were on. And mm-hmm. like we found that. So we were, we were balling pretty much since it's gotten nice out. And there was a lot more ballers out when the finals was going on because everyone was like getting ready for the at night. And they'd go out and shoot some hoops. And uh, it, the, the finals were amazing. I mean, that happened since we talked last in the beer in the bathroom. You know, we don't, we don't ever, like, make the point of getting too um, sports-related because we don't want to alienate anyone. But uh, it, beyond sports, LeBron James is an important person in our society. Yes. And he's an important athlete. Yes. And what he is doing, even – he didn't even win the championship, but – just being able to watch him do his thing, it's so entertaining, and I'm so happy we get to experience He's, it. He is top, one of the top athletes that we have right now to watch in the world. Yeah. That's why he's important. That's why he's interesting. Yeah. If, if you're not paying attention, you should be. He if you had to come up with a list of five athletes across the world that are worth paying attention to, it would be LeBron. LeBron James. I think uh, Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel has, Messi. He has been. Messi is more, Messi, He's above Ronaldo right now. So let's just put Messi for now, and we can put Ronaldo in later if we okay. need to. Um, do we take Djokovic from tennis? Or Nadal. But Nadal lost yesterday. I, so I think let's Djokovic take, let's take is a Djokovic. more yeah. dominating. Spieth for, the, for golf. Spieth. Oh, my God. 
I know you haven't watched that much golf lately, and we probably don't have a lot of golf listeners, but what Spieth is doing is worth watching. He was the first person to win the first two majors in a season since Tiger Woods. Hockey, I don't like enough to even talk about. So let's I feel like I feel like we don't even know enough yeah, to let's, pick out one athlete. I'm sorry if you're a hockey fan, but uh, we're not. So, and who's the superstar in baseball? I mean, you have a couple. You have the who's the guy in the Angels? Trout. Mike Trout. Uh, Stanton is big right now. Stanton. But he just got hurt, unfortunately. Uh, Chris Bryant is an up-and-coming rookie. Yeah. But there, you're right, though. There's no. There's I mean, no like. It's not like Pujols in his heyday, or right. Like, I, I don't know. I don't really know who to do. There's, there's no one who you would be like, if I could sign anyone in the league right now, this is clearly who I have to go after, which is yeah. LeBron James. If you had to sign one player in the NBA, oh, it's it, if you don't take LeBron, then you deserve to be alienated from the league as a, as a GM. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, who are we, missing? we are, I mean, well, we're missing the, the greatest cricket player that's... No, but like, well, like, what other athletes are on know. the world stage? I guess we'll have to table this and, and come back next There's got to be a Formula One person that we're just ignorant of. But or I, I, I think I can say with full certainty that on this show, we are LeBron. We are pro-LeBron. They're LeBron fans. Yeah, it's not that like I necessarily want him to win a championship every year. I just I enjoy watching him try to do it. So Hats off to Steph Curry for what he was capable of doing. Like, and the oh, whole, of course. Yeah, he deserved team. that completely. I think what we should discuss is what does... LeBron have to do to become better than Michael Jordan. Jump shot. He's got to get his jump shot down. That's it. And like, if you look at clips of Michael Jordan, when he would win games, it wasn't like so. LeBron tries to win games by throwing up threes or like driving to the cup. But in the last two minutes, like they're just gonna put all their guys down like in the paint, it's, and you can it, figure out a way. Yeah. To get through. I really think to like really just kill some games and like win a lot of playoff games. Got to have that mid-range fadeaway jumper like Kobe, and um, because we got to give it's, some love to Kobe. It's like the, it's the killer instinct. Do, do you remember those Celtics Lakers series where like you knew it was going to be Kobe, and he right. was going to do a fadeaway, and, and he right. hit it right in your face. And, and nothing and you, you could don't do have that fear with LeBron. As good as he is, no. As as much as he carries the team on his back, you do not have that fear in the last two minutes of a game when you're down by three. No. You're letting him take in that outside shot so he doesn't drive to the hoop. Yeah. Double guard him, shut him down, clog up the paint, and yeah. you're fine. You and when he's played that. 45 minutes already, that shot's probably not going to go down. And when he's played an entire playoff. Yeah. I mean, this the whole series. Yeah. Yeah. But I that's what, I mean, for me, it's a killer instinct. That that MJ fire, that Kobe fire, even that what, what Paul Pierce has to some extent, that little bit of the clutch. The truth. If you can guard did you call a game, Paul Pierce? I no. He was like, "Did you did you call um, bank?" And he was like, "I call game." <laughs> That's Paul. It's the truth. That's Paul Pierce. Now, are you gonna watch the Women's World Cup final on Sunday? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched a ton of it, um, but I have I have uh, enjoyed watching the Women's World Cup. I always do, um, and I'd love that. I mean, the United States is awesome. I was reading an article yesterday, and I I've thought this for a long time. It was saying um, we're so good because a lot of the girls when they're growing up they play soccer, and if you're going to be really good at a sport, like a lot of girls do pick soccer, but if you're a guy, you might pick football or you might pick baseball or one of those other things, and because so many more of uh, the girls growing up in America are playing soccer, that's why we're so good. Right. Um, it, it's funny when you watch the men's World Cup and. America has always been, and we still are, very much the underdogs and kind of like the cute team that's doing well. Yeah. But 
it, what's kind of funny is, well, that is the case, but if we fully were sourcing all of the talent we have in this country into soccer and, and instead of going into all these other leagues, we would we would be embarrassing Italy. We would be embarrassing Spain. You imagine there would be no competition. We we would win. It would be the dream team every year for us. Yeah. I mean, the, the the sports that Americans take seriously, and I know this is xenophobic to say this, but the sports that we take seriously in this country, we dominate on the world stage. And you yeah. can make an argument about baseball, but you would fail. Yeah, but anyway, I, I've been really liking the Women's World Cup. We're fun to watch. Got a good team, and. Uh, USA. I, I'm excited for Sunday. Happy Fourth, everyone. Yeah, it, it's so great that it lands on the Fourth too. It's and, and we got to get our revenge in Japan. We got we got revenge in the Olympics because we beat them for the gold medal. Oh, true. But we do want World Cup revenge. Have you been following the Boston Olympics stuff at all? A little bit. It's it's really interesting. It's heating up. I've always been on the side that says no Olympics in Boston. Yeah, I'm not gonna help the city. And, but I don't and live wh- here. So and why do you say that? Just from your outside. Because of the debt. Because of the debt and what yeah. it brings to the city, it's not worth it. It'll be interesting. I, I, I'm not really sure. I, I see both sides right now. Um, I see the positives and negatives. But there's a vote coming up um, this year. Um, and the residents of Boston either vote yes or no. And they have the final say? And, um, yeah, if it, if it votes no, then the bid is canceled and one of the other U.S. cities will get it. Okay, so, so tell us, what's the vibe like right now in Boston? What, what are people thinking? It's, what, what is it going? It's very 50, like, from my experience, it's very 50-50. Some people, like, because the proposal's coming out now, they brought in one of the guys from the Celtics, um, uh, Marty Walsh was working hard, our mayor, and then they have someone else, and they replaced, like, that. we used to have Maddie, on, on the Maddie. board the, the head the construction guy from Suffolk. And, like, he was on the board pitching... Why Boston should have the Olympics? Because he wants the business. He's buddy buddy with Marty. He dominates construction in Boston, but the outside world was like, "This corrupt Boston construction CEO shouldn't be on this board." So right. we've replaced him, and um, the budgets that they're putting forward, they're the last one I've read. It seemed like they were doing it in a very good way, and like it, it was they were going to use it in order to. Uh, improve our um, public transportation system, no matter what, so we'd have that to Which needs enjoy to happen. afterwards. Yeah, and then they have good solutions for everything that would be constructed. A lot of people go to UMass Boston and South Boston, mm-hmm. so like all the um, Olympic Village, that would all go to them for dorms because they need to build that anyway. Mm-hmm. And then there would be one stadium built in South Boston, sort of like when you're going up 93 and that yard is to the right. We would build out a stadium there for like the opening ceremonies and everything. But everything else would use um, resources that we already have. Like mm-hmm. we'd use Gillette, we'd use like New Hampshire, I think, for one thing. So um, you, you sound pretty pretty pro. So I am. I, I'm pretty pro from the most recent stuff. If I had to vote right now, I'd vote yes. But I, I I'm not educated enough right now. Well, you are going to be one of those people come this fall that's going to be deciding if the Olympics come to Boston, come to the U.S. Yeah, we'll see. I think it'd be a good host for it. I, I think it'd be interesting. But anyway, I, I think this has been a good episode. I've been happy with it. Yeah. Fourth of July, everyone. Happy Fourth, Fourth of July. July. Uh, what a great holiday this is. We're probably going to have at least one more episode um, this weekend. Oh, I think. Yeah. And maybe even but, tonight. But you, you're not going to know when that goes live because we want to we yeah, no, stack we'll, up we'll space on it out. We'll space it out. Take, take advantage but of this. But uh, it's really nice to be back. It's great to be back. I want to wish everyone out there, all of our listeners, a very happy Fourth of July. 
wherever you are. I uh, I hope that it's safe and peaceful and fun and filled with patriotism. Yeah. And, and, and jello shots. <laughs> and jello shots, of course. Everyone, if you're listening to this before July 4th, so tomorrow morning, go get some jello shots. And go get some jello shots. Just go make yeah, it. No, it makes no, for make, a... make some jello shots. Don't be lazy. Yeah, no, make some jello shots. Yeah. Go get the ingredients to make some jello shots. Yeah. It makes every 4th of July party better. And every time, every time our ladies score a goal tomorrow, take a jello shot. Because you're American. That's a great drinking game. Or every time they have, a, every time they have a shot on net. Where, where are you watching the game tomorrow? I don't know. I don't have any plans yet. Okay. So, we'll see. But, anyway. Alright. Have a great holiday, everyone.